0: Hey guys, welcome to session 15. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you're having a beautiful week. This is the session for you. If you have ever had those thoughts of what if this is the launch that fails, you know, what if this is the time when the other shoe drops? What if this is when, you know, it all goes to shit kind of thing, right? And I feel like we have all had those thoughts and feelings as entrepreneurs and it is so normal. And so We do a deep dive into that and explore what's coming up for Erica there. She, of course, does a beautiful job of showing us the behind the scenes of those thoughts and fears. And I think this is going to be really, really helpful if you've had those thoughts, if you've had those fears of, you know, success even, right? Like that's something we really talk about in this episode too, which I think is very real. So I hope it really serves you and I'm excited for you to listen to this session. How you doing?
1: I have a good. It's the first day of my period, so my uh, ovaries and womb are hurting. Um. Other than that, I feel I feel good.
0: Better than last week.
1: Yeah, yeah. But last week I said I
0: felt good considering the the yeah. circumstances. Right? Considering <laughs> the circumstances, yes. But better to have a week of none of those circumstances, right?
1: That is true. That is true. Um yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. I right, give me an update. what's going on. Um well, the situation with um the situation with that coach uh was I feel is resolved. Um yep. We had a, a a call. It was really good. Um and so it feels complete inside yeah which feels really good there are two two outstanding things still one um, she's deciding on uh, a number to like a a, fi- a financial number uh, to yeah. uh, comp to compensate me and i said I- i'll leave that up to you kind of like a like a donation like you decide what feels best to you um Like you don't have to impress me or like, but don't be stingy, like whatever, like do what feels right. right. Mm -hmm. And I will accept that. Um, And then she asked me another question around how to move forward and I will meditate on that. I'm going to share it with you in in base camp and think about it a little bit. Um, She had a suggestion. um, And so when those two things are done, it's like all done, but it also feels complete already.
0: Yep. Mm -hmm.
1: Which feels feels really good. So it was a it was a big it was a well, a fairly big experience and a good learning experience. And now I feel more equipped to handle it when it happens again because I'm sure it'll happen again. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And listen, I think it you know, what's nice there is it's not about like what monetary amount that you get or whatever, but it is about the fact that like it's being acknowledged and made right and that's really the point right yeah and
1: that's what I said to her as well and um, yeah so so it feels it feels good and I said I'm not gonna like I didn't I sent her and like an official cease and desist letter and like some official documents and things like that um and I didn't include it there because I I didn't want it to feel like a formal demand or request, but more like a like yeah, like I'm not gonna come after you and like chase you down and make you compensate me financially, but it would feel right. And I think she actually brought it up. She's like, How can I how can I compensate you? Good, mm-hmm. um, good. And good. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's when I said I've been thinking about this and I think that would feel feel fair. Um and yeah, and it was a really good it was a really good conversation and I I am I'm really impressed by how she showed up and was willing to
0: yeah, show up, so. Yeah, totally. Well, I think, like, you know, I think you had said this to me when it fir- when you first interacted with her, but it's almost like she kind of knew what she was doing, but was also kind of surprised by all of it, too. And I think that that can be the online space a little bit, not that she doesn't still have to take accountability or responsibility, but I do think that there's just – it's easy to get in your own head and think, like, oh, this is just – me using some inspiration and, like, it, that can get too far really fast. So it's beautiful that she was willing to see the error in those ways. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And we talked about that, like, how good people can make really bad mistakes. And, like, yep. mm-hmm. that happens. So.
0: And we just make them So, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, so that feels really complete and, and good and, and kind of resolved. And then I went to Stockholm. That was a beautiful experience. So good. I was so needed. Um, and then, uh, and then I've worked on the pleasure treats launch and everything is pretty much, done and uh, sam's coming back from her holiday tomorrow so she has uh, a wonderful pile of work to get through yeah. uh, which i i think shes it's not that much but she's I, she's pretty ex- she's always excited about working uh, on my stuff
0: and she kind of knew that was coming it's not like a surprise yeah
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so so yeah we're updating uh we're adding two practices we are updating this, updating the sales page, uh, some small edits on the sales emails, but like everything's pretty much done. Um, but I'm having some launch th- feels around it all,
2: mm-hmm. so
1: um, I thought we could talk about that. And um, and then yeah, clients are doing well. Like it feels like everything is running along pretty smoothly, uh, which feels
0: really good. And shameless you had a break content creation wise, right? Yeah, that felt really, really
1: spacious as well. Good. Um, which inspired me to think about like what to do after pleasure treats launch and after after Christmas and holiday, like it just gave me some some space to reflect on on it. So we could also talk about that if we have time. Um but it was just so good to feel like I don't have to create content. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it totally. takes to, a lot like, of energy. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think it's so true. It doesn't mean that you're not excited about it or lit up by it or that you don't want to do it. But having that um, almost like demand on you every week to create is a lot. Right? I think it's so important to talk about this idea that like the demand to create everything is a lot even when you freaking love what you're doing, right? And I think we need to normalize that because I feel like there can be this mentality sometimes of like you know, if you were like obsessed with this course, it should always feel easy to create and it should just pour out of you. And I think in a lot of cases it does feel good and it does pour out and there are so many things to it, like Erica was mentioning, of like, but we still have to like create templates and make videos and teach it in a format that people understand and can process and absorb and all of those things. And so I just really think this was helpful to share because I, I see a lot of people get themselves stuck in this and thinking like, oh my gosh, if I feel like this is a lot of work, that must mean something has gone wrong here or that I don't love it as much as I think I do or like if I loved it more, it wouldn't feel like this. And that is just some bullshit. The demand is real. And like, even if it's something you love and are obsessed with, there is still a very real mental and energetic and emotional drain that comes from that. And so just really being able to normalize that and know that that's just part of creating your work in the world. And it's not something that signals that, you know, you have picked the wrong thing or created the wrong thing. It's just something that signals that you're really pouring into a body of work and that's okay. So I hope if you have felt that way, whether that's with a course or even just your own content, or weekly content you're putting out, it's okay if sometimes that still feels heavy and it doesn't have to mean you don't love it, but those two things can live together.
1: It is. And like some of it, I like, I'm not creating everything from scratch. Some of it I've used in client sessions. Some of it I've already taught in other spaces. Um, Some of it I am, you know, borrowing from other teachers that I have permission to use or from a tantra or whatever like it's not all original like from scratch created content yeah. but I still have to put everything together I have to decide mm-hmm. and I have to put it into you know a format and a template I have to write all the copy I have to design the the live call and choose the music and like all of the things um plus hold the space so it's a lot and then plus that I am creating a lot from scratch mm-hmm. like a lot of original just like audios and practices and uh, crazy things it it takes a ton of like mental energy and and Mm -hmm. uh, and and yeah just energy in
0: in general to to produce yeah and emotional energy too right because it feels like you're pouring into like your body of work so i feel like there's like an emotional component there too even outside of like the mental construct of what you have to create.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like when I record the practices, there's an, a really big energy component there of my transmission yep. and like how, how I speak, not just the words I say, but how I speak and the transmission and the words. And most of the times I don't have to re record, but some of the times I do. Um, because I'm not happy with the energy or the delivery or I stumble on words and blah, 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 or it just feels flat. Like it mm-hmm. it also, the work is really alive. And so that aliveness and that vitality in the work that comes from my vitality and my yeah. energy. So Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. I'm just hearing myself talking about it. I'm like, fuck, it's a lot of
0: work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the other thing to say there too is like, it's so important to acknowledge that. And I think that you know, this is a little bit of a business lesson too. Of like, this is why it's so useful to have programs that you believe in this much that you can reuse for years to come, right? Because you pour so much into it, and then at least knowing that that's going to serve you long term is so different than I think, like this almost like churn and burn mentality of like create a program, create the next program, create the next, and it's like you're always on to the next thing and one of two things happens. You either get really, really, really drained by that or the quality of what you're producing goes down. And so I think it's just beautiful to know like Shameless is going to live on for a very long time to come, you know? Y'all, I'm just such a big fan of creating programs that live on for a long time and why that is so valuable. I feel like I could literally sit here and talk about this all day. But, you know, the way that Erica is pouring into this program and really building something that she can be so behind and so proud of for years to come. I'm not saying it doesn't come with demand like we were talking about, but it does come with this beautiful opportunity to reuse this program and make it work for you for a long time to come. I think we have to think about collateral in our business like that. Like even the every piece of content I create, I want it to live on and work for me for a long time to come, whether that's you know, something we refer people back to, or something we reuse and repurpose a lot, or something that we, you know, pull different things from to use in other ways. Like it doesn't matter, but it's this idea of when we create and pour into something, seeing it as a long-term asset in our business, I think when everything feels so like I make this post, it disappears in, you know, two hours and it never sees the light of day again. That demand that we were talking about earlier gets almost insurmountable to a certain extent, right? Because It feels like we constantly have to be in output mode and we never get supported by that. But right now, Erica might be in output and creation mode, but this program will support her for a very, very, very long time to come. And that is so important and valuable in your business. It is literally an asset you're building. So please don't feel constant pressure to always be in creation. Please know that there can be seasons of each. And like, certainly if you're a creative person, there are different ways to do that, but it doesn't have to mean like a different, like long-standing program in your business. It could just mean different content or playing with new things, but you know, having a program that can live on for a long time absolutely changes the trajectory of your business in so many ways, and it changes your capacity to hold more in your business in so many ways. And that is what will get you the most long-term success. Yeah
1: and since we're talking about it that's why I thought like I don't want to go into creating another program after this Mm. (laughs) like I need a break Mm. yeah from from producing and I definitely don't want to create two programs at the same time so uh, I had this idea that once Shameless is done in February and probably the content will be done, like, in January if I get ahead right. a little bit. Mm-hmm. But not, not, not necessarily. But we wrap up first week of February and then just launch it again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because it's done. Yep. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. While I deliver Shameless, I can create the next program. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that just felt like, why haven't I thought about this before? <laughs> like, why
0: am I, why am I, like... <laughs>
1: You know, <laughs> yeah.
0: well, listen, I think to to give you a little bit of credit, I think you're very excited about the other program too. So I think sometimes it's hard to let go of the urgency of that excitement a little bit, right? Um, so that's fair. Like, I think there was a big piece of you that was like, oh, but I'm so pumped about it. like it maybe it'll just flow through and it would. But I think it doesn't mean there's still not this whole like time and energetic component behind it that we're talking about.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's the perfect launch plan. Actually, okay, mm-hmm. to not think about it and worry about it. Um, like, well, definitely not worry about it. Maybe think about it if I want to, if I feel there's space and excitement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but but not from a place of have to. Um, and I actually had a new thought about the like it, about the core structure and what I wanted to look like. And I'm getting a lot of insight and and also lived lived experience from delivering shameless and feeling into what do i actually want that course to to be mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. does it how does it fit into like the the work like yeah. the library mm-hmm. of work and all of so so they're not too similar but they're also like i want someone who have done shameless to be able to buy it and feel like it's still like not just the same or you yeah. know like i want my customers to be able to move through all of my courses and feel like it's valuable
0: yeah we don't want Um, them to feel like oh i do this or that we want it to feel like i do this and that Mm -hmm.
1: yeah and it could be you know from like entering at the top or bottom or whatever in terms of Mm -hmm. price range so that has also been a little bit insightful to just take a step back again from it and um yeah so so yeah so wait until shameless is done push for a lot of video reviews and amazing reviews and all of that, and then just launch it again.
0: Yep. I mean, the the beautiful thing there too is like, as soon as you finish creating the content and you know, like whatever, say it ends, um, you know, early Feb, you could even start the launch before that. You know, it's not like you have to really like wait, like you could start the launch end of January, or whatever, if you wanted to. So, you know, it's just about getting that content creation off your plate. And the nice thing about the Shameless Launch is everything's done for that. Right? So you really can go into that whenever you want. January, February, March. Like, it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. But very proud of you for just, like, giving yourself that space because I know that even that's, like, some of the work on, like, letting it be easy, right? Of being like, oh, I don't have to, like, create two programs at once or I don't have to – Push it through to make it happen next. I think, like, that's you leaning into that a little bit, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: so that feels like a weight's been lifted in a way, yeah, because it's like permission it's like, oh, permission to not have to almost always feel like I'm in push mode, right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and if I felt super whatever bored, <laughs> you know, for example, yeah, like on off chance that yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm just like tricking my brain out. I could always launch like a weekend, you know, immersive or something. Like I feel if I feel like oh no, yeah. we have to, we have to, uh, just bring in some money or get a bit creative or create something we could always do like a two-part workshop series or whatever and it's exactly. not a whole program.
0: I think the beautiful or- thing about your business right now too is you've set yourself up with a lot of recurring revenue both in terms of like one-on-one clients and shameless. So it gives you that freedom to be like if I wanted the, you know, income bump and I had the space, I could And I don't feel like I'm on that hamster wheel where I have to be selling something new all the time because my income is secured for months, you know? All right, guys, I really want to talk about the value of securing recurring revenue here, right? The fact that Erica has been able to do that is what is letting her change her launch plan right now based on her capacity. And it's what ultimately gives her a lot of freedom. I am such a believer in building a business that has recurring revenue in it, because that is truly where your freedom lies. Right. And so many people, I think, can see it as the opposite. Almost. It's like, oh, my gosh, but that means I have clients that I have to serve ongoingly. I want like that quick win and like to not feel like, you know, chained to that. And I get that to an extent. However, that also means you have a whole other problem to deal with, which is, you know, that you kind of are really changed your business because you have to be creating um, and making new offers every time, every month or every week or whatever it is to be able to keep consistent income in your business. But when you can secure that recurring revenue long-term, it helps you have so much freedom of choice in your business. And so really seeing that as something that gives you the freedom as opposed to something that takes it away, I think is really beautiful. And ultimately I think creates a foundation for much more enjoyment in your business, but also much more accelerated growth as well. Yeah. It's
1: pretty exciting. What do you think about that? Mm. It is exciting. Um, yeah, it is exciting. I think what caused me a little bit of like uh like it's the it's the end of the financial year and so, you know, there have, have there are some decisions to be made around like salary and how much to to um like save in the like keep in the mm-hmm. business. Should I do uh like should we do um like dividend things like that um because yep. mm-hmm. I have a that kind of business, um, format or model or whatever you call it. Um, so some things like that. And if we don't like how much taxes taxes am I going to have to pay? And ugh, like all of those things that kind of like creep up as you're coming mm-hmm. towards the end of the financial year. Um, and also in that there's a celebration of like, there is, there is, a good chunk of money in the bank account now so we have to take, mm-hmm. make these decisions and we have to think about these things
0: yes totally it's like the the blessing and curse of a growing business right is that like you have the money to do it but you also have to do other things with that money that isn't always quite as fun but it's always it, it means good things exactly but yeah, so it, it feels
1: good um, and I think also part of my like money story and all of the things that we've been working on around money is like actually feeling excited about sitting down and having those conversations and really getting to know and understanding balance sheets and revenue stuff that my accountant sent to me that before I was yeah. just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now it's like, oh, no, I have to actually start to, like, understand it and yeah. mm-hmm. know what to do with it and make informed decisions about it. So so that's kind of, yeah, exciting and, and um, feels both like a blessing and a curse. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's fair. Yeah. You know, like, I think that it, we don't have to do that thing where it's like, oh, no, it's all perfect. You know what I mean? But, like, it doesn't. I mean it's, it's not ultimately what you want. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's happening and and that feels really good with shameless with coming up towards the end of the year. It also feels a little bit like coming up towards the end of you know our time together in this mm-hmm. 6 months container and, and what yeah. we created and um and with your support what I've created and what's happening so it feels um, yeah it feels like kind of feels like I am like surfing a wave in a way like it's not such like heavy work now Mm -hmm. with all of those things and it's more about the deeper work and I haven't I haven't touched the Pamela stuff so that's there's (laughs) some resistance there we're waiting there yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just like you did do your fear its- inventory. <laughs> yeah, I did my fear inventory. So, like, work, focusing on those things, um, like, riding the wave on the other things make me now f- feel
0: like I can focus on the deeper, exactly. deeper mm-hmm. stuff. Because you're not almost in, like, reactivity mode to your business all the time, right? Which is what makes it really hard to focus on the deeper stuff because you're – you know, working through that in such a more like foundational and methodical way, I think it definitely frees up the space to attend to that more. And of course, the more you give that attention, the easier the business gets and it's like this whole beautiful cycle, right? Erica brought up such an important point here that I think is so relevant um, to so many, which is that by getting some of those business things on lock, right, and definitely not being so reactive to the business things, We free up so much space to do the inner work. And when we do the inner work, not only does that make the business feel better, but it moves it forward so much freaking faster. Right. And so you can just see that cycle of like if I stay in reactivity mode in my business all the time, I never really get to do the deeper work around it. And then I feel like I'm constantly on a hamster wheel of always being reactive and feeling a ton of intensity and never being able to get off. Or if I get some of those things on lock and stop being so reactive to them and then free up that space, the, the hamster wheel that I'm on is I actually feel better and better and move forward faster and faster, right? And we will take that hamster wheel all day long. So just really wanting to showcase that here and how important that is, where you know it's, it's not just about can I make these business things happen so that growth happens? It's more like, can I make these business things happen? So I have more space to look at my inner world and what's really going on there, which then facilitates more growth, right? So I think just seeing how that has really evolved for Erica is so important and so beautiful, like, yeah, she's done so many of the amazing things like have great launches, build a super solid team, uh, get planful, get things done in advance, all of that. But what she's really done is created the space to go deep and to really, really look at what's coming up for her and going on as she grows. And to me, I believe that that is where the biggest leaps and those quantum leaps we've been talking about have been coming from.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So good. Exactly. I love
0: that.
1: Yeah. And it's been so wonderful to have the new VA and not deal with like client scheduling and onboarding and all of those things I get really I really 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 I knew the benefit and I really feel it now because now I'm just like hey here's a new client (laughs) kind of incredible right and I and I just have to see them like I just have to open zoom and they and they appear like it's so so wonderful um so that's also been really, really great. And it also supports me in feeling like I can just Yeah, counted my clients. Like I have more clients than I've ever had, plus shameless, plus pleasure treats launching. Like it's starting to really accumulate a lot yep, of
0: people. The momentum builds, right? Mm.
1: <laughs> Fuck, yeah. And now, um, waitlist people and um mm-hmm. the bonjoro videos that go out and like some someone replied and said oh wonderful thank you for the message how wonderful with a personal video i'll i'll wait like i'm here and um you know so yeah it feels like i have this like little like i'm a this, this a little garden like it feels like my business is a little garden and yeah
0: it's all like grow growing Yes, like you planted the seeds, you did the work, and now you're seeing the fruits of all that labor, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So cool. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. So tell me what's going on with launch feels. Mm
1: -hmm. So with – I guess it's pretty standard, but I feel like (laughs) everyone (laughs) – Everyone who's bought has already bought. Yeah. um like i don't know the price is wrong um the people who didn't buy from me have bought from this other person (laughs) um i launched not so long ago so people are bored or like will be annoyed with launching even though i do add in the email because this is a pretty concentrated launch i'll email them for eight days straight daily and the last three days, two times per day and it's Black Friday and Cyber Monday. so I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> so dense. Um, but I do add in the email a PS like, hey, if you're not interested, just click here and you can opt out of the sales emails. So that Absolutely. kind of feels like I'm giving myself like permission to be annoying and <laughs> and they can you know do what they want with it. Uh, but yeah, just the normal launch feels of that of that nature.
0: When you say everyone who's already bought, you mean like in the last launch is kind of what you're meaning. Mm-hmm. I yeah. guess, yeah. Yeah. Like I,
1: I think- launched it two times and everyone who everyone who was gonna buy has bought. So there are no new customers or like my list isn't too big or I haven't grown my list enough. I haven't done any free stuff in a long time, even though that's not true. I've been doing (laughs) Facebook lives, which is a new thing that I've never done before. And, you know, just
0: self-doubt, I think. Yeah, I think the thing that you can see here is that. It's almost none of those things because as soon as they even come out of your mouth, you're able to talk yourself right out of them. Do you know what I mean? Like, those are just the easy things for our brains to focus on where you're like, oh, but I haven't given free value. Well, that's not even really true. But for some reason, my brain's like very focused on that. And so, yeah, I think what you just said is probably the most true thing is just like the doubt beneath it or the fear beneath it. And actually, what I would even challenge you on there too is like, This is you doing a little bit of that thing, which I have a ton of uh, (laughs) evidence for from your fear inventory, where you almost are like wanting it to, there to be something wrong or it to be hard or it to not work. Like I think in some ways it would, what we have to do is normalize the fact that this could be a really good launch for you, right? Where there's like a part of you that's like, oh no, this, this one would obviously have to not be.
1: Yeah, like, there's almost, like, right. that, no, this is gonna, like, this launch is gonna suck. Like, yep. this launch, we're gonna do, like, $2,000 and that's it. Yep. Or, like, and it's gonna, like, that's, that's something that's, get, that will happen. Like, that's the contraction after the big expansion. yeah, yeah, yeah. Surely,
2: yep.
1: surely you can't just keep, like you know exceeding the launches like that would be i don't know that's something i don't know pamela does like fuck that bitch yeah uh,
0: like I, only pamela I don't exceeds know. launches yeah mm.
1: <laughs> yeah or some like all the other crazy successful coaches um i don't know like it's just strange um but yeah like everything is so easy everything's done the emails are done I don't know. I don't know if I fear that we won't do better than the last one. And then I'll make a story around that. Um, yeah. Pers- like pers- potential failure.
0: I don't know. Whatever that means. Um, Let me ask you this. I'm, I'm super curious what you think here. But do you think you're more scared of the failure? Or do you think you're more scared of the success?
1: Mm. Um. I think in the past I was really uh, scared of failure, really, really scared of failure. And then mm-hmm. as my business has grown, I think I am more afraid of success, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think, I think it's almost practice to feel like it's failure, but I think you're way more scared of the success. I think if this launch didn't go well, there would be this like little tiny part of you that was like, see I'm not Pamela I'm still okay like do you know what I mean yeah totally (laughs) (laughs) it's funny because it's true right (laughs) yeah Yeah, you're like squirming so bad (laughs) (laughs) so uncomfortable to be Pamela right
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Does that mean it's going to be super successful?
0: <laughs> it might be if There's, you let it. Mm, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I think uh, yeah. that's almost the ticket here. Is like you, in terms of the like the actual launch, you good. You know what I mean? Like that's on lock. That's nailed down. Everything is already done for that. Emails are done for that. Self-pages so that, like, I mean, and not even just done, like, we both reviewed already. Like, it's, you are so good there. Your job is to get the fuck out of the way <laughs> of its success, right? <laughs> yeah. And let that happen versus almost, like, you know, subconsciously <laughs> wanting it to, yeah. Maybe, like, you know, not be the successful launch so that you can still be, you know, whatever, like, the, the person who's, like, successful but not too successful that it's dangerous or that it means you're a fraud or that it means whatever, right? So I think fear of success is really, really important to talk about here. Because I think it is so real for so many people. Uh, For me personally, it was super real. I definitely believe in this business. I had way more, way more a fear of success than a fear of failure that I had to address, right? And honestly, I think it's often a little bit harder to address than fear of failure because that's what you hear about more. And so you can almost get yourself confused into thinking it's that and trying to address that when really it's like, being so scared of what the success looks like and the fear of the unknown on the other side of that and the fear of it being too easy right which is really a big piece for erica here is seeing how it feels like if it's too easy something else will happen the other shoe will drop and i think that again that is so normal and so many of us go through that but i think being able to realize how much that's tied to a fear of success is really important because it's what opens the door for us to actually be able to dive in and address the right thing and solve the right problem. You guys know that that's what I'm always about solving the right problem. And so her really being able to see here, Oh, like, all of those things that I'm scared of are really tying back to a fear of success. And that's what I get to dive into. That's when the real magic starts because we're so clear on what the problem is. Instead of spinning around on this fear of failure, that's really not what's at play here.
1: Yeah. So interesting. So it's such a paradox. Hey.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like being okay with it. not be, Like doesn't mean this launch has to be the perfect launch. Like it whatever, like you can be okay with the fact that like whatever happens, happens, but I think it's not playing to that so much. You're almost pulling it in. Right. Yeah. The failure. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I think, I think you're absolutely right. And I haven't so much thought about it that way before. But if I feel into it, like, energetically and just how I envision it in my, like, in my mind now, in my imagination, it's, like, before there was this fear of of failure and, um, like, with my uh, Instagram account, like, starting it, will I fail? What if no one likes it? I'll make Mm. it, like, I'll be embarrassed, blah, blah, blah. And now it's, like, it is fear that, you know, I won't reach enough people or I won't be like, it's, it's completely, um, uh, it's completely, well, it's not the exact same comparison, actually. But anyways, in terms of this, like, the, the failure and the success, it's almost like fear of, instead of fear of failure, where it's like shutting down and like not so many people and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, mm, like, money or whatever now it's like almost like fear of really expanding fear of mm-hmm. really really taking up space and really i think to a certain degree even more so i don't know if i if, i feel with with shameless it was just like here's this idea uh oh my belly's cramping Ugh! Um, <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> my um, period but maybe yeah maybe something else too All um, of the above. yeah <laughs> 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 but shameless felt like I don't know. It felt like it was too easy and now here we yeah. are with pleasure treats again, launching again. It's like well, now now you'll see that I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. so strange. Mm-hmm.
0: It's hard to describe it. It's well, it's I think that that's our brains being self-protective in a way, right? Where it's like here's where it all falls apart, so get yourself prepared kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's also, it's, 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 it's your brain's way of keeping you safe because you, like, you know that this would mean a lot about you if this goes well in your own head, not practically, right? But like, you would have to process a lot if this goes well. <laughs> yeah. Right? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you would have to process a lot of the Pamela stuff. (laughs) Being the being the one who like has launches that go well all the time. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Being the one who like launches are so easy for.
1: (laughs) Right? So true. So true.
0: And so in the in the outer world, like, this launch means not – like, whether this is a $2,000 launch or $20,000 launch, like, it means nothing. But internally, there, there's a lot there, right? Yeah. Yeah, there is.
1: There is. Um. <laughs> it's funny. The thing is, though, with other people, especially business coaches, coaches that talk to talk about their you know successful launches and all of that like I never feel triggered about other people's success really um or at least very rarely so I I find it so interesting that I'm so triggered by my own Mm -hmm. um like I feel like there's almost a discrepancy of some sort or I don't know or is it just that I've accepted like who they are and or whatever like it's like I don't know (laughs) But I, I have this self-judgment more. I don't know if that's common or.
0: What strange. What kind of shows up for me there is like. I think when. when I mean I'm, I'm making broad generalizations here right. But I think sometimes when we see other stuff that's like so triggering for us around other people's success. It's because we think we can't have that. And I don't think you think you can't have it. No, I think you're scared of what it means if you have it. And so it's so much more about you than other people. Like you're like, oh, other people can have it. I can have it. Like there's no trigger there, but it's like the trigger is like, but what does it mean about me if I have it? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because it means I'm Pamela or it means like I'm that person then. Yeah. It
0: means like, or something you said in your fear inventory that I think is really true here is like, it means that it might all fall apart. Yeah. Right? That's too good. I might lose it. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't care what's going on with other people with that. You're like, whatever, you do you. (laughs) But with your own stuff, you're like, wait, that's super intense. It might mean this. It might mean people think this. It might mean, you know. I lose this like that that is what's so hard to process right Mm. yeah so let's talk about that for a second so like in the I might lose it like what do you think is behind that is it because you feel like there's a price you'd have to pay for it to be that easy or because it just
1: can't last Mm -hmm. like that or what do you think the thing is I don't really know. Like I don't. I don't really get a sense of it. Maybe it's a little bit like it's too good to be true. All good things come to an end. Like the party has to, and at a certain point, like last call, go (laughs) home. Yeah, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think maybe it's also lack of lived experience of really building something long term. I've been a traveler like uh, the party has always ended. I've always laughed or you know amazing travels or friendships or whatever like things ebbs mm-hmm. and flow or eb- there's an ebb and flow there's a like waxing waning kind of thing um and yeah, I guess I guess like that's kind of how I see it, I guess like.
0: A couple of yeah. things come up for me there. One is like, I think that, I don't know if this helps your brain. <laughs> um, and I feel like I'm about to get negative for a second, but hear me out. But I feel like the the play on this is almost like some of that's still true. Like there is going to be waxing and waning in business. And there is going to be good and bad and ups and downs, no matter how good a launch is going. Like just the example of like, you're probably going to have to pay a lot of taxes this year. <laughs> right? <laughs> And so in this way, like it just looks different, but the struggle doesn't have to look like I get this thing and it gets taken away. It usually looks like, you know, I get this thing and then it means I have to deal with new things like taxes or team or, you know, a ton of clients or the intensity of program creation or whatever. And so I think like, not that we want to be like, look at all these things that could you know that are wrong now yay but i think that there is this like you know realistic perspective to that that our brains can really like where it's like oh i'm not like living with like rainbows and unicorns and everything's perfect it just evolves does that make sense yeah no it feels helpful
1: to frame it that way absolutely yeah. um with you know more power comes more responsibility or like whatever like there's exactly like- <laughs> A kind of thing there, um, and with with this bigger reach and visibility, there are some trade offs which we've processed a lot, and so, yeah.
2: uh,
1: and so it's kind of I can make that connection between successful launches, really thriving business, um, and instead of that instead of the problem having to be that that will end the problem can be or like the the thing ending whatever or the thing that i have to deal with that's part of part of that deal is well then i have to yeah pay taxes or deal with yeah. learning accounting stuff that i have no interest in really and like making investments or or
0: even dealing with this bullshit you dealt with last week right
1: yeah Exactly.
0: Like, I think that that's almost a good way to look at this launch. And maybe that was like such a a blessing in disguise of being like, that was my evidence that, like, yeah, none of this is about it being perfect. I'm about to go into a launch and the exact thing I'm about to launch, I just had to get on a call with someone about their, you know, theft of that thing. Like, that's the new stuff. But it doesn't mean now this goes away and I don't have good launches. It just means, like, yeah, like, this is just an example of like what else it might look like right mm. Mm.
1: yeah no that's really true i think i've heard julia talk about this a lot and it mm-hmm. hasn't like be- because i haven't experienced it myself in terms of growth and really that like business and financial expansion i haven't i haven't had the chance to really practice it i can yeah. on a Theoretic, like on a conceptual theoretical level but also practically as i'm stepping into all well, because she's i know she's been like you know with more money comes more problem or like with more next level things come next level problems it's like like the problems yeah. go away they just yeah. shift mm-hmm. instead of the problem being will people buy my course then it's like people are buying my course and now they're all this like this new set of problems yeah mm-hmm. and i haven't experienced them really in myself like i can see the trajectory of that and Working in, uh, working in admin for this other coach, I I could definitely see see that kind of, but I didn't have to process it myself and hold it yep. myself mm-hmm. in a way, which is entirely
0: different. Right, and I think the word that you just said there is what's important is like what you have to hold, mm-hmm. right, yeah. as success, you know comes at you, it's like you have to hold like what's happening with all that money, what's happening with your team, what's happening with a lot more clients, what's uh, happening with like, you know, the outside world that like this tip took a course or whatever. And so I think it's just helpful to see that where it's like, you know, Pamela might have everything look perfect, but she's probably still dealing with plenty of things too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But here's the kicker. Are you ready for this one? <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> it feels easier, even though it's more, mm-hmm. because you have spent the time doing the work on it. And so that's the thing that changes. And so I think that that's really helpful for your brain is like, it's just that it feels easier. It's not that my all my problems go away and disappear.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, what do you? You're like I just need to process.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we'll see how the launch goes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. What are no? What are we deciding about the launch?
1: No, I like I. I want a. <laughs> what do I want? I want a. Uh, now, my brain is confused. Well, I want it to be a 20K launch. Okay. Of pleasure treats. Like, that's the goal. Um, Hang on. Let me do the maths. Like, that's. <clears throat> uh, My brain is not working for. Um, what's it? It costs 100, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we want to sell 100. We want to sell 200 courses.
0: Okay.
1: That's the goal. That makes me really excited, actually, thinking about that and feeling into that. And, yeah, fuck it.
0: I'll pay the taxes. I'm fine with that. (laughs) Right. Like, this doesn't have to be the launch where it all falls apart. This might be the launch where you pay a lot of taxes. (laughs) But, like, that's okay, right? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah I, I,
1: yeah, I think it is. It's very interesting how my brain is like, no, no, there has to be a problem. There's a problem with growing. There's fear with – like there's fear or so- associated fear and problems with success. And so I let's that project that onto the launch mm-hmm. itself and just like feel like, no, no, this launch is going to fail. Um, or, or I want this launch to fail so I don't have to deal with the problems
0: yep because the new it, it our brain always feels like it's safer to deal with the known problems than the unknown problems mm. right mm. yeah I know how I'd handle it relatively speaking if this launch failed and so that feels a little bit safer than like do I know how I would handle it if this launch blew up and got 200 people and I had a massive you know like audience to serve and a tax bill to handle and like all of this stuff so it's I think you can use some of that evidence of what happened last week is like you can trust yourself to handle shit. And I think that's so much what combats the fear of success a little bit is trusting yourself to handle shit, which is so beautifully aligned to some of the other conversations we've been having about self-trust. Yeah. And so I feel like so much of this almost comes a little bit back to that too, which is like trusting yourself to handle those higher level problems or whatever they that we want to call them right so I brought up that conversation around new sets of problems and trade-offs and why that's really important for our brain to grasp is because I think that we can get really skeptical of this idea of like well everything's perfect so I almost feel like I know that that's not how things work you know I know that like Everything isn't always perfect. So I am necessarily waiting on the other shoe to drop. But when I can see it for what it is, which is that, you know, these are just better problems potentially or uh, different sets of problems that allow me to kind of open up and go, okay, well, this isn't like so perfect that I need to be fearful. Does that make sense? So when we are typically so fearful is when it just seems like. I know this is too perfect to continue, right? And perfect meaning like literally there is nothing wrong, do you know? And I think our brains know better than that. You know, we're living in a reality where there typically are some challenges and trade-offs. And so when we think we're creating something where there's none, we get really skeptical and suspicious and in fear. When we can see that, oh no, there are just new sets of problems and trade-offs, it actually helps us to trust the situation a little bit more right and then trusting ourselves to handle that is what really combats that fear of success like so oh okay so there are just new problems and trade-offs with success but fuck I really trust myself to handle those new things I trust myself to deal with you know this course thing that Erica had to deal with I trust myself to deal with the tax stuff I'm gonna have to handle like when we can really see like, okay, there are just new problems and I trust myself to handle them. It is amazing how much that helps us address fear of success and let that growth come to us more and more over time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a very different way of feeling towards it and a much more empowering way to approach it and
0: feel definitely. So what do you think that looks like in practice? Like with this launch, like how do you sink deeper into that self-trust with this launch?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I think energetically, like just really, um, like energetically really h- opening up and feeling like there's so much space for people to come in. So it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like, no, 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 no. The space is crowded. <laughs> um, there's no space for you here. Like no parking spot, <laughs> like mm-hmm. go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Kind> yeah. <of. laughs> but just energetic, energetically like, working with that spaciousness. Um, and that's why I designed pleasure treats the way I did so that it is a very, like, I don't really have to hold them, really. Yeah. It's just the work is on them. Um, and then I do two live calls and and that's it. Um, but there's still an energetic component to it, I feel, of like being mindful of that.
0: I think that that would be like a beautiful exercise to do this week. I still really want you to do the Pamela thing. So don't use this in place of that. But uh, (laughs) I think that a great exercise to do this week would be like just spending five minutes to feel into creating that space. Like feel it in your experience, feel it in your world, see people coming into it, like feel yourself holding the space for 200, like really get into that place where you're teaching yourself that that's safe and you can trust it
1: yes yes and yes I will do that and then I think also I've done some pleasure practices since last week yay very very gentle ones but still
0: <laughs> they all count I, it all counts it, it
1: all counts and then i was thinking for um for the launch i would do a practice every day I, i'll see like this is not something that i necessarily promise myself to do but um i was thinking i would do a practice every day of the launch to just feel into just how amazing the course is and post I about mean, it yeah.
0: Oh, uh, I love its, that.
1: Like a story. Um, and that would also f- make me feel like more compelled to sell something that I feel is so wonderful and and speak from personal experience.
0: Um, oh, my gosh. Totally. And like the congruence factor there is just incredible, right? Like it's like I believe in this so much. Watch me do it every day kind of thing. Yeah, that's incredible. I love that idea. So those
1: yeah, that's what I feel. And then we'll see. Uh, see where it goes with all of that. Um But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm actually like I'm looking forward to see how Pleasure Treats like performs this this yeah. time. Um because I don't know, I feel like every every launch is an experiment, so and a little adventure. So we'll see.
0: (laughs) I think like let me just give you a little bit of one last like thought there, which is like I think there's something really healthy and detached about kind of being like it's an experiment. We'll see. And I think that you could just add a little bit of juice of like and there's probably no way it doesn't go pretty well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that feels really edgy. Yeah. Because, like, (laughs) I think there's leaning back and then there's leaning back because we don't want to be disappointed, you know, and those are different things.
1: Yeah, I think I was doing the letter.
0: Yeah. So just a little bit of juice behind that of, like, okay, but, like, it's going to go really well. Okay, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yes. It's funny how it brings up so many feels. funny
0: but yeah okay so that's what i want you to keep processing this week every time you lean into that and it brings up the feels that's when you reach out to me and tell me what's coming up like if we have to have the same conversation six times it doesn't matter but it's like that's what we have to keep looking at does that make sense i think this little last nugget here is so important which is letting yourself believe in something going well truly letting yourself go there is so important Right. Because if not, a lot of moves in our business then happen to combat our fear of disappointment. And ironically, that usually just leads to more of it. Meaning if Erica does that whole thing of like, well, you know, who knows, maybe this will go well, maybe it won't, whatever, we'll see. She's probably just gonna show up with a different energy in the launch. And then it's quite possible doesn't Play the launch out quite right, like she wants to, and then we'll still be disappointed anyway. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And so there's this irony where like sometimes we're playing so hard to avoid disappointment that we're just creating more of it. And so it's so beautiful when I can just let myself go there, let myself believe that something could go well. It doesn't mean I couldn't still experience disappointment. Of course I could, right? But I'm not setting myself up for it. I'm not living into the disappointment before it's even happened, right? And so either way, I may have to deal with it. But if I can trust myself to deal with it and not have to almost like, you know, try to avoid it so much that I'm living in it constantly, (laughs) something really, really magical occurs there. And I create such a different opportunity for me to show up with different energy during this launch and potentially create a new outcome. So I hope that's just a reminder to you. If you find yourself doing a lot of things or making a lot of moves in your business to avoid disappointment, I really would challenge you to look at, wow, am I actually just creating more of the thing I'm trying to avoid? And what would it look like to let myself believe in something going well? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I do not want to have that conversation six times.
2: <laughs> I know, it's just funny. Cause
1: I, I tell my clients the same thing over and over again. And then like, yep. you know, I just know how much repetition is necessary to yep. reprogram the brain. But when it comes to me, I'm like, oh, but I want it to stick. And I like, ah, oh. like, <laughs> I get frustrated. And, yeah, and it just feels silly that I'm part of the human race.
0: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) these silly humans and their silly brains.
1: (laughs) Fucking uh, fucking design flaws.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You have no design flaw. You just have to like use the design correctly by reaching out as many times as you need to mm. okay we'll do. do
2: yeah
0: good all right so I will talk to you this week you will tell me what is yes. coming up mm. and you will have yes. an amazing launch mm. fuck yes so good all right keep me posted I'll talk to you soon uh, yeah we'll do bye-bye <laughs> bye Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplifecom forward slash clients to sign up.